Hi there, parents of sensitive kids. This is Megan Thompson with Megan Thompson Coaching, and we help parents of highly sensitive kids eliminate daily meltdowns in as little as eight weeks by reconnecting to their relationship with their child and shifting out of the coddling, punishing paradigm. Hello, and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children? Stop walking on eggshells and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. Today we're going to talk about infusing joy in your home during the holiday season, because if your child is losing their mind or imploding on a daily basis or multiple times a week basis, and it can feel very hard to be in charge of your own personal joy, right? So let's get after it. Now, when we think about breaking out of the meltdown cycle, we have to talk about the importance of communication when you're parenting a sensitive kid and how you speak to yourself is part of that dynamic. So when you're stuck watching your child lose their mind, yell, hit, kick, scream, say to you, life would be better off without me, or I don't deserve this, or I'm such a bad kid, or I'm stupid, and I might as well not even try, or you're the worst mom ever. All of that language over and over and over again on a multiple times a week basis can just eat at your soul, right? As a parent, when you hear your child suffer this much, you know intuitively that your child isn't doing this behavior at this level of dysregulation on purpose. They're not willfully calling this out. Now you might assume that sometimes they benefit from the end result if you're giving in to that behavior just to get them to slow down or whatever or to turn it off. If you're using screens to move on with the day or if you are uh, eventually just playing into what they need and, and sharing and reinforcing that behavior then subconsciously you've got a cycle going on and your child is benefiting from the dynamic here in the short term. But you have to be telling yourself the truth. Your child was not put on this earth to be miserable and so they do not like feeling this uncomfortable, this stuck, and this overwhelmed on a regular basis. And so when you believe that, you train your brain to think like that and to trust it, then it is a heck of a lot easier to tap into self-compassion, to tap into empathy, and to stay out of what we call survival mode parenting, self-preservation, where your child is the one you're fighting, right? Now, when we look at it from an understanding that you guys need to fight a cycle together, you and your child, you, your co-parent, and your child, you and your spouse, and your child, Everybody in the family contributes to a cycle like blowing wind into a a hurricane here, all right? Now, when we notice that, that means that 
everyone in the family is responsible for their part of the pie in that cycle. We want to stay with my circular metaphor here. And so that means that that uh, it's not your fault that this is continuing because the way that most professionals or most uh, parenting gurus will tell you you need to break out of this pattern is simply by teaching your child how to change their own behavior. That works for non-highly sensitive kids, going direct to your kid, going direct to the, uh, the belief of the source, right? If the child is losing their mind, then the child needs to learn. Teach the child, right? That works for non-highly sensitive kids. Non-highly sensitive kids respond to their own sense of independent empowerment. Highly sensitive children respond to empowerment and build resiliency skills when their parent-child relationship is connected and they feel heard, understood, and they start to trust that they can solve problems creatively. And in order to trust that, they have to first feel like their parents are leading them and on the same page. Now, if you're trying to teach your child coping skills like progressive muscle relaxation or deep breathing or, um, uh, you know, trying to talk themselves out of something, self-reassurance, self-compassion, whatever. If you're trying to teach your child a specific skill that worry is a waste of time, um, that, you know, failure is the first attempt in learning, whatever you're trying to rehearse with your kid, you're teaching a direct coping skill or a direct mindset shift, a way to think about something differently, then you're missing the process because that has to come way later. Way later, your child is not emotionally available for that learning uh, when they are stuck in the meltdown cycle, all right? So what works? You have to understand how your child's brain is connected to their body. The fact that their nervous system is on fire and they are singing alarm bells right now, ringing alarm bells right now, and that is happening. Your child's emotional state, your child's body sensation intensity, your child's physical sensation intensity, and their nervous system reactivity are all on high alert, even when they're not freaking out, all right? So when we think about it this way, then we get to assess the experience your child is having in, in a day-to-day -day life, in their day-to-day -day life differently everything adds up. It's that whole concept of the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Now, because your child is significantly overwhelmed and struggling in a day-to-day, -day, even if they're not showing it on their face, it's in their mind, and they're carrying it in their body, it's, it's all adding up. What happens is when you try to teach your child at the height of a moment when they're, you know, 10 out of 10 intensity, they're not receptive to that learning, right? So first things first, when we're, we're working on breaking out of this pattern and infusing joy, you have to be looking at your child's ability to change through a positive relationship with you. That means that when you change your mood in the home, your child's mood follows. Highly sensitive kids, when they feel unsure, are going to watch and wait, and as a result, they will follow. So your child feels unsure about their capabilities, unsure about their, their, um, about their skill set. So they are going to defer to you much more regularly. And so when you are 
leading them from a place of uncertainty, they're going, it's going to keep it going. Okay. So if you don't have that level of confidence, if you're constantly working on uh, telling yourself that things aren't going to work out, if you're predicting failure as a family on a daily basis, waiting for the other shoe to drop, holding your breath, you find yourself feeling hypervigilant during the day. And then, you know, once you're at work, you're able to turn it off, you're able to put on a shiny face and enjoy yourself and be present to the moment. Then what's happening is your child is feeding off of that energy. They're reading you like a book and they are not responsive to that environment. You have to shift it. So shifting it requires an awareness that you actually have much more power in this dynamic than your child does. A clear and consistent plan to understand what your child is capable of once you start to empower yourself, then they can feel more empowered and they follow you positively instead. And then thirdly, you need to be able to connect to your focus, your end result. Your end result is that you're raising a healthy, high-functioning child who is a young adult, successful in society, in their relationships, in their finances, in their career, in their education plan, right? Whatever it is beyond high school. And that experience starts now when your child is eight. It starts now when your child is 11. It starts now when your child is four. Because the belief that one can persist through challenge is actually much more effectively ingrained in the subconscious mind before the age of seven. So if your child is nine, two years ago was the time. So now is definitely the best next time, right? So it is important for you to be sure that you're focused on changing how you see your child's capacity. Your child is capable of being so much more on a day-to-day -day basis of noticing their emotions and dissipating them like sand through a, a, a funnel. And this can happen in the moment when your child is upset, their emotions can rise and fall like a wave because that's how emotions work. When emotions get stuck, the nervous system is what's keeping those emotions stuck. It's on fire. So you can't use what typical professionals will tell you to use, which is uh, you know the average thinking plan, cognitive behavioral approach. The way you think affects how you feel and therefore affects how you change totally not taking into consideration neuroscience research, okay? That's outdated, an outdated approach. Um, and, and just simply not validating for sensitive kids who are, whose emotions are on fire. And then the other way around this, one might presume is you, is you could be trying to speak more subtly, right? Take a step back, slow down your process. Now, slowing down is necessary to notice where your child is struggling. But if you stay slow, then your child never speeds up, right? So slowing down to improve your skill and get more uh, granular with your with your emotion management, your, your um, empathy, your ability to use active listening, your, your techniques and validation and using play to communicate your expectations. All of those things are necessary. You need to take some time to more methodically approach it and it's not supposed to take years, right? So when we think about being able to break out of this pattern, you can break out of this pattern in as little as eight weeks. If what you're learning through this show does not make a significant impact in eliminating the meltdown cycle in 60 days, then you need to work with our team. 
because that is what's possible. You can turn this around in 60 days uh, with clear, consistent action and uh, a process, right? A methodical process. And, um, and, and the, the timeline with a neutral party who can see outside of, of your own box to help you notice what you're missing, right? That's what coaching is all about. It's about giving you a strategy and a capacity to follow directions, follow a process, right? That then allows you to build a skill set that you didn't have before, okay? Now, coaching, consulting helps you trust that you already have part of that skill set. You're watching this show, you're listening to this podcast, whatever, wherever you're finding me, <laughs> because you understand intuitively that your child learns best through you. You might think that your child wants to learn best through someone else, but you are the expert with your child and your child needs to learn how to be their own expert. And you're the only one that sees them for more than, um, you know, for, for more hours of the week, right? The most hours of the week is spent with you, even if part of that time is sleeping, right? So trying to outsource this to somebody who's going to talk to your kid for an hour leaves you holding the bag for the other 167 hours of the week. Trying to remind your child about the nice conversation they had earlier that week. And that is not sustainable. It doesn't help. It takes much, much longer to break out of this pattern. All right. So I encourage you to notice that the joy can be coming from within. We spent some time. I went over the the concept of gratitude and practicing that gratitude, noticing your mindset, and that that shift in of what you appreciate is the first focus. Right? It's not about coming up with perfect little games. It's not about making sure that your kid gets all of their Christmas presents or their holiday plans. It's not about uh, walking through the countdown of how many days till Christmas comes or whatever holiday you celebrate, Hanukkah, etc. And in it, it's not about that. It's not about the gifts that your kid is going to eventually get. It's not about the reassurance that your child will receive something. It's about your child's ability to persist through disappointment, even during the holidays. And that process in December, because we're in December right now, is important for you to notice that your emotional state is something that you cultivate. Your child can't be in charge of that. That's up to you. And if your only skill is holding it in until your child goes to bed to release and vent or to numb out or to have a glass of wine to let your nervous system relax with alcohol, then this is keeping you stuck. All of those tactics aren't allowing you to experience joy during the day-to-day in, in the daytime, right? And you deserve that. You deserve that opportunity with your children. Your children deserve that opportunity with you. And so I encourage you to notice that you can reflect on your own emotions and pay attention to what is working well in your family and start to highlight that. When you highlight that, your ability to sustain inspiration and forward momentum shifts you want more support in doing that, the particularly tactical how 
then I encourage you to book a call with us because the important balance is in fostering playful resilience for your sensitive child. That requires a specific strategy. We have our resilience rewiring protocol where we teach parents how to break out of this meltdown cycle by pacing growth, helping your child build their self-esteem and their self-concept, and also decrease the scapegoating going on towards the meltdowns so that your child no longer feels like the cause, even if you're not telling them that, they feel that. They feel like the cause of the family dynamic strife. And so it's up for you to notice that you are the influencer here in that in that family dynamic. You're the one who can turn this cycle into a different trajectory and, and uh, uh, dissipate it like a hurricane hitting land uh, can't last, right? So you get to be that steady rock, uh, that steady land for your child. And we're happy to help you learn the specific skills that take you through that process so that you can become much more empowered and uh, more effectively and more systematically create that peace in your home because daily meltdowns end when parents empower sensitive children to become playfully resilient so if you want support with that happy to walk you through that process on a phone call so happy to speak with you on that conversation we're going to talk about your challenges in parenting your kid and your challenges and being the parent that you want to be and then also we'll cover the process of what it takes to get to the goals that you need to reach for your family Uh, and if the goals that you are wanting to reach for your family uh, would um, uh, would be something that we can help you achieve then we'll tell you all about that uh, on a call with either myself or my team and uh, we'll walk you through that process you can get started on the very same day if there's something that's differently efficient or um, more effective for your family that needs to be handled either first or only with your family to reach its goals then we steer you in that direction all right so it's important for you to take the time to ensure that you can think bigger dream bigger and achieve those dreams for your family we're happy to speak to you soon bye now Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson. And we look forward to speaking to you soon.